once the most electrifying woman in pornography, is now facing false charges in San Bernardino County, California. Sitting in jail for almost half a decade without a trial, she's exposing the corruption within the legal system. Calling from the West Valley Detention Center in San Bernardino County, you are listening to Behind the Walls with Mercedes Carrera. here it's December 1st and I am so grateful I am so grateful today uh partially because you know I it's not a secret that I've had a I guess you call it a religious conversion I you know in a jail cell when you have no control over any you start to see the hand of God in your life because really you know they think God works in mysterious ways and he really does um because when you have no control over anything then the acts of God all around. And so yesterday, uh, I switched out my bunk rate on me. It's a total surprise to me. Like, we have no control over our bunk rate here. None whatsoever. Things happen out of the blue. You be sitting in jail, and all of a sudden they'll tell you to roll it up and move. Or they'll tell you, you know, your bunk rate will change on you, or they'll move you, or unit. I mean, anything can happen in jail. And so yesterday, I've had the same bunk rate for, gosh, I don't know, eight months. And all of a sudden, they came to my cell and our cell. They told my bunkmate to roll it up and, and was surprised. She's not happy about it. Um, it puts her in an unfortunate. And they moved immediately. They moved this brand new girl in. And, you know, whenever they move someone new into your cell, you're kind of like, oh gosh, here we go. He's brand new. But what was really surprising, this is where I say the hand of God is on everything. The girl they moved is uh, what they call a content creator. This adult content. She shouldn't be in wrong, but she did on a technicality, but she's probably going home today. Uh, she broke the law on a technicality, but only on the, by the letter of the law, not the custom content. She's 22. The custom videos, you know, I used to create custom adult films. A lot of them were fetish videos. I did a lot of really vanilla content. When I say vanilla, I mean a lot of it, even the fetish. But I did a lot of stepmom stuff, right? And she's telling me she did a lot of fetish, but her fan base, and I think the fan base has gotten even weirder in the last five years, so I've been strange. And she attracted really, really strange men because she's very young and she looks very young. And these guys were sending her film television, and she would, in an effort to combat this, capture it, report it, she would block, she would delete, right? But a lot of times in capturing it, then she'd capture this film television, right? And having it, just having that content, or or they'd send her a file and just open it, you know, not knowing what it was. And it'd be illegal. And if you have it, you're deleted items. This task force came and they arrested her, and it's all very embarrassing. And I have, part of my revelation, I've realized how absolutely terrible it is that women like myself, especially in the past, normalized this industry and said, hey, you know, this is great, we're empowered, we're making money, everything's wonderful. And it's not. It's not, okay? It's not empowering because the problem is it's open to young women to think that it's absolutely okay, totally normal, it's empowering work. And it's normalized this, and it's opened the door for them um, for dating by these weirdos. And a lot of these young women are, you know, they're already traumatized. They've already been traumatized. And then they're re-traumatized inside of the industry. They're traumatized. They're horrific. 
film disease. And then on top of it, you know, at the end of this film disease, there are actually a few children. So where are those children? You know, so there's a lot going on. It's absolutely horrifying. And I realize right now, oh my God, horrific. This is horrific. I am, I am so absolutely horrified by the impact that my prior work has had on these young women. And because, you know, five years ago, this girl was, was 17. And when I got in the industry, she was 12. So the, this is the world that my work was. And I realize that now. And I'm horrified by it. I'm absolutely horrified. Because when I got in the thought of ourselves as like a rogue element. And instead, now it's been normalized. She's telling me, oh, there are, there's all these platforms. And, and you know, people are, their girls are wearing porn wear every day. They're not about wearing porn wear. Um, she's telling me how, you know, X.com is basically just for porn and gore. And the world that it is. And, and, you know, porn is everywhere. And I'm going, oh, my God, this is not the world that I want. For these young people, because when I was that age, that's not that wasn't the world that I lived in. So we barely had social. Um, we were out and about. With, everything we did was not recorded, right? Yeah. We were living the world. We were out partying with people. I mean, she's telling me the impact, the drug use, the heavy, heavy drugs. I mean, they're dying. Like she, her best friend died. Of an overdose, Joe. Her mother died of an overdose everywhere, and it's terrifying. I'm terrified. You know, I I have a daughter who's now a teenager that I I can't talk to, and I'm terrified. I I'm terrified at what is she doing? Where is she? Yeah, who is she talking? Who's talking to her? I'm terrified. And social media is in every. So when I say I regret my participation, this is this is what I regret. When I was arrested five years ago. OnlyFans was just barely starting. And I think that when it started, you know, the, the porn industry was like, oh, perfect, this is a way for the porn girls to make money on their own. It's going to be important. And nobody thought, oh, every single girl over the age of eight is going to have one. And the porn industry was like, perfect, we're just going to make money off of everybody. But what is the impact? What is the social cost of it? Because I, I know, I understand what the long-term impact and social cost of these things are. Those of us who willingly chose to go into these, we were like, okay, you know what? I'm going to sell my soul for some bit of money over some period of time because fuck it. But see, 19 year old girls that don't know anything about life, they're, they're being, and they're being exposed to the worst element. She's telling me, like, some of the things that these quote unquote fans are saying to her, they're threatening her with rape. They're saying they're going to come to her house and kill her and her family. And one thing I will say is, as being a top tier performer, I never, ever was exposed to anything. I, you know, I lived in a very industry. I had, I, I worked at a time when it was a different animal. These girls that are coming on these platforms in this kind of periphery are being exposed to the worst element. The worst element. And there was just a story, like out here in Death Valley, some creepy guy who's in a, in a different state. Drove all the way across country, grabbed some young girl, I think she was under 80, talking to her online, killed her family and abducted her. This is terrifying. I'm horrified by this. And this is the world that... I mean, but do you think at at, at some place for prisoners, should it all just be... But there's <laughs> always going to be erotica. There's always going to be erotica. That's, you know, between consenting adults. But she's telling me that these fetishes are getting weirder and weirder. And this is what I was telling you about the tube sites, you know, 
The tube site unleashed this whole hell, this entire hell on the world, where, you know, it was like Satan was unleashed on the Internet, and then it became all the incest, right? And now it's, they're, they're, it's becoming really pedophilic, and she's telling me now it's this consent, non-consent thing, where they're basically simulating rape, it, now it's snuff porn, and I'm just saying, really dark, and they're pushing all of these boundaries to the level. I mean, this, you know, that existed on these very far fringes when I was, but now this is, this stuff is being normalized and these girls are getting younger and younger and younger and younger. So they're traumatizing these girls. And a lot of them are already coming from broken homes, homes from, you know, that are addiction, broken family. And then on top of it, you had women who are porn actresses going, oh, yeah, this is fine, this make money, everything's awesome. And that's not true. And the thing is, a lot of those big voices in the industry, I know them personally, and I know that behind closed doors, they're all using drugs, and they're saying, oh, I'm so burned out, I think, but they can't get out of it. That's the, I mean, I have nothing to lose now, so I'll tell the truth. But, you know, I'm, I'm seeing this, like, little, you know, I mean, she looks so young, this little 22-year-old girl, little baby face, and I'm hearing these stories, and I'm, I'm terrified. Because she literally was dropped in my cell by God to confirm every single thing that I've been praying on, and, and, you know, in my head, thinking, oh my God, what did what did we do? What did we unleash? And there's a reason that other countries, like Russia, said, no, we don't want this stuff. We don't want this in our country. China, we don't want this in our country. Ban it. Get it. Get this filth out. Cannot have a healthy society. Because I see that, that haunted, broken look these girls' eyes. And I and I, I think, oh my God, this is what everywhere. So this is free this is free speech? No, it's not. There's a difference between you know Erotica and pushing fetishes to some subhuman level stories. You're just destroying humanity. And you know, I, I sometimes I've you know I've prayed in my soul and I've gone, if there's a God, show me. It's a terrible prayer. You're not supposed to question whether God exists. But yesterday I was like, wow, this is this is God showing me because I don't have access to the internet. I can't. The rest of you out in the world, you can get online and get into chat rooms and on social media and you can find people. To communicate, right? You want to talk to somebody who's having a certain experience, you find that person. I can't do that. I'm limited if there's ever around them. And 21 hours a day, I'm locked in a room with whoever they put me And God, like, handpicked exactly the right person. So here you go. Here's a picture of, of the girl who has been absolutely impacted by the kind of, let, let me, let me, what are the chances of that? If that's not the hand of God, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and I, I, I went, oh my God, exactly. Exactly what I've been It's horrible. And she's going to be okay. She's going to go home. And, and thanks be to God, she's not going to go back to content. She's going to go to learn the lesson. Because it's an accursed and it ruins you. But, I, you know, how do I reach the millions of other girls who are on there, just sitting there, pray to all these predators? That's the question I have. What, what advice did you give her? Well, I mean, I, you know, she, I think, sitting in a jail cell was incentive enough for her to realize you know, even, it's like, there used to be old advice, you lay down with dogs and end up with fleas, right? Yeah, yeah. If so it even dipping, look, so, what? If it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, walks like a duck, it's a duck. Right, well, if you, I mean, if it's such a horrific, you're going to end up with their filth on you, you know? And I think this character, I mean, really, in a lot of ways, like, what she was doing was good. She was reporting. But, you know, at what cost? At what cost to her psyche? At what cost to her self there's so many other wonderful, productive things you could be doing with your life, right? 
I mean, so what, for the, for the love of money? You know, and I know sex workers say, well, it's labor, and we're selling our labor. Okay. But is there anything else? You have one minute left. That's the question I have. What else could you be doing that you would be more fulfilled? What What is your purpose on this planet? That's the question I have. What purpose do you have? Because I, I guarantee you, every single sex worker out there, I have to ask you, is your purpose on this planet selling your pussy in your mouth? And I will guarantee you, you have a greater purpose. Because I know I do. And if you don't, if you think you don't, then I'm really sorry. Everybody has a greater purpose. Everybody. Everybody was put on this planet for some great purpose. And, and it's your job in life to find out. Love you. Hey, bye. Thank caller has hung up. Thank you for listening to Behind the Walls with Mercedes Carrera. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share. Information on how to write to Mercedes and to put money on our books, go to FreeMercedesCarrera.com. That's FreeMercedesCarrera.com. Mercedes Carrera.com.